the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. Welcome to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with uh, Head Coach and Athletic Director Scott Watney. Of course, the CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night from 6 p.m. to about 6.45 uh, till the end of the football season. Then uh, after the football season or the first of the year, uh, every other week, uh, twice a month, beginning uh, to, to the, or I should say, ending at the end of the school year. The CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Armitar Jewelry, Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sester Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's uh, Furniture, Allstate Credit, Ornar Glass, Coca-Cola, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustin Patu, United Companies, B&L Engine Repair, and Seahorse Manufacturing. We're here at the studios of Kane Radio, FM 1075 and AM 1240 at 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is closed. You can listen to the CHS Coaches Show while it's streaming on the Internet at www.kane1240.com. And you can listen to Kane Radio on the FM band at 107.5. Also, if you have an Alexa, Alexa, just say play Kane 1240, and she will. Meanwhile, uh, Coach, even though it's the uh, end of the uh, football season, uh, there's still uh, things going on and uh, a lot of things happening and all right now. So, uh uh, what are your uh, thoughts about um, the, what's going on in Catholic High and all the other sports and all? Yeah, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give our first update, talking about our boys' soccer program. Uh, we haven't had really much to talk about, and we still, in some way, we don't because they haven't played their official game. But they, uh, I do want to give an update on what they got going on because this weekend will be they kick off their season. Um, from Coach Troy Arsenault, who's the head of our program, uh, said the boys are looking to kick off our season. They play in the Dunham, Dunham Tournament this weekend. Uh, they're playing at Burbank Soccer Complex over in Baton Rouge. Uh, their first game will be against Broadmoor at 6.15 on Friday the 9th. Uh, the second game will be against East St. John at 10 a.m. on Saturday the 10th. And the third game will be on Saturday at 2.30, so a pretty quick turnaround. Uh, results from the first two games will determine who that opponent is. So, All right. Um, but that's two, obviously, you know, when you're talking about classifications in both Broadmoor, and I want to say they're either 4A or 5A, and then obviously East St. John being 5A, so that will be – you know, it's coming out the gate swinging hot, oh, you know, yeah. uh, with, uh, playing up in classification. Um, and then with that, they, uh, they will, the, the next, uh, competition they have will be in the Terrebonne Classic Tournament, which will be the weekend of December 16th and 17th. And game scheduled has not been official yet. Uh, and then this is a, a big deal. And, and, you know, they've struck, we talked about this on the radio before. Um, you know, our, our basketball programs and not only just ours, but across the state do a, a really good job of having girls and boys playing on the same night. Um, you know, it's, it's great for camaraderie. It's great for the community. It's great from logistical standpoint yeah. and also, you know, to bring attendance in. Yeah. Two birds at one storm. There's, there's no doubt about it. Um, well, our boys and girls soccer are going to be doing the same thing. Um, they'll play their first home game versus Grace Christian on December 20th at 530. Um, and again, it'll be a special night for the community because both the boys and girls will play back to back. So you'll get a chance, um, stay from 530 to about 10 o'clock because that'll be probably when it finishes, but you'll get a chance to see both programs, uh, compete against Grace Christian. Um, Coach Troy does have four seniors, two guys that we've mentioned before. Well, really, all, actually all four guys, um, from a football standpoint, William Russell, who we've talked at length uh, on this show as far as being a football player, um, he is the goalkeeper. 
uh, for the uh, for the team this upcoming year, which if you remember, we talked last year, he actually moved to the midfield because they were kind of down on players. And Thomas Boye, another football player, came out and served in that goalkeeping spot. Thomas has decided to just go and play baseball, and so Williams moved back into the goalkeeping position. Um, so William Russell is one of those seniors. Jackson Morris, who we talked about also as a football player, started free safety for us this year. Um, second team all district uh, player did a great job uh, leading our defense he plays center back um, and then two guys that played football last year and helped kick for us uh, Christian Pope uh, who plays center mid and Colin Wynn Colin Nguyen who also plays midfield so um, that's their four seniors and a really good group of four seniors who have played a tremendous amount of soccer for coach Troy over the over their last four years um, I know he's uh, he's excited about this upcoming season and obviously you know we'll we'll be able to find out those results uh, over the next two weekends and be able to report that back so that's what's going on right now with boys soccer so we want to wish them well obviously as they're getting ready to play their first uh, first opponents uh, this upcoming weekend. How many kids on the squad? Any idea? Yeah, if I, I counted today as I was driving off, uh, leaving the campus, and it looked like they have 18 guys right now. Okay, um, which you know, is sufficient to uh, oh, yeah, a yeah. good soccer team. Yeah, uh, no doubt. Um, I'm not real familiar with soccer, but uh, well, 10 I mean, 11 kids on the field. For sure, yeah. With the goalie. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, you play with 11, and obviously you got the goalie as the 11th guy. Um, you know, and, and usually he's obviously, you know, that person is, you know, that's a specialty craft. Not everybody really can go play that position, and most goalies can't go play in the field. That goes to show you how what kind of player William Russell is. Um, but, you know, I mean, they probably have, I would say, about seven guys that can sub or six guys that can sub, you know, for the guys that are actually playing on the field. So that's a, a pretty good number. I know Coach Troy has been, you know, adamant about trying to get more boys to come out to soccer. Um, just because it's it's one of those sports that you know needs bodies um you do a lot of running oh yeah <laughs> uh you know and, and and even though 18 is a pretty decent number right now you know a sickness and an injury away you know you kind of you know you're back uh, on uh, on the fringe of not feeling great about depth wise well uh, again uh, if you have 22 on the team you can have scrimmages against that's exactly each other. right yep. you know so with 18 you got a little you got some holes there well that's so. right and that's 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 usually the ultimate goal i mean most soccer programs you know that i've been around you know yes they do you know, 11 on 11 scrimmaging, but a, a lot of times they do it even, you know, two on two, three on three, four on four, you know, they, they kind of condense it down to work on, I guess, the compartmentalize of the, of the game. I mean, and you know, you could even look at football too. I mean, yes, we do 11 on 11, but there are a lot of things that we don't do 11 on 11. We do nine on seven. We do seven on seven. We do O line versus D line. Right. Um, so there's some similarities. And in that. you know, with soccer, I watched a little bit of the U S when they played, uh, I guess their second game, uh, against Iran, and the thing that impressed me most with Iranians was that they passed the ball extremely well. The United States doesn't pass the ball real well. They always seem like their passes are intercepted. Or, anyway, uh, that was the difference between, I, I figure, a good game. Didn't watch the Netherlands game because I was traveling, but I just they got beat 3-1. to one. But uh, I just the Iranians passed the ball well yeah. to each other, and uh, I just think the Americans didn't do that well. And I don't know if that's because they didn't play a lot together or what. I don't know. But uh, anyway, that's the one thing that caught my eye. Yeah, I mean, and, and uh, you know, I look at soccer very similar to basketball, just on a much bigger field space, right? I mean, you're always trying to find the open hole. And, you know, that chemistry between, you know, a point guard driving into the lane and, you know, that small forward or that forward or that big man trying to find that open window to get present for a shot is no different, in my opinion, than soccer. You're just not passing it with your hands. You're just now passing it with your feet. And That's obviously right. there's more space in between. But um, I've always been fascinated with soccer. I think it's a great game. Um, you know, and, and, and you know, we've obviously been fortunate enough in the three years that I've been here that we've had 
programs, both boys and girls, that have done exceptionally well. Um, you know, so looking forward to a great season for those guys as they, you know, they get ready to, uh, you know, go to travel to Baton Rouge and play against Broadmoor and East St. John and then find out who they play in the third game. Uh, <clears throat> would give a quick update from Coach Stefan uh, Norris, who is our girls soccer coach. Uh, they got a crosstown rival this week, uh, tomorrow night, uh, which will be December 6th against Nish at 630. Uh, they did pick up their first win uh, last week, um, a decision over North Vermilion. Uh, Miriam Romero and Jillian Armitar scored with assist from Lucy Nicholson. Uh, they played well uh, versus Turlins but dropped a decision 3-1. to one. Uh, They have been missing two starters in the midfield. Uh, and six to eight week injury, broken collarbone for one of their top players, Emily Curry, who, uh, helps control, uh, the midfield. And then they do play in the St. Louis tournament, uh, next weekend in the 16th and 17th. And then they'll play a double header with the boys, as we already mentioned on Grace Christian, uh, which will be on December 20th, uh, at 5.30, starting at 5.30. So, you know, I know the girls are obviously searching for um, kind of trying to find their continuity and cohesiveness uh, as a team is obviously, you know, they've graduated 11 girls from last year and, and, you know, replacing one of probably most prolific soccer players, you know, Catholic High has ever seen or I mean I mean Anna Broussard was as good as 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 good as gold I mean she was excellent and she obviously had a a ton of tremendous talent around her too as well that supported her um but that's hard to overcome and you know that's what they're they're having they're kind of going through that right now um you know I guess taking taking their their lumps and um taking their bumps and bruises, I guess, now, so that way when district time comes, they'll be ready to rock and roll. Did she, Anna Broussard, have an opportunity to play at the next level, or she decided to give up the game? I, you know, when I spoke to her, she she had opportunities. I know she had played in the East and West uh, uh, All-Star game, and, mm-hmm. she, and, and that was in, enjoyable for her. Um, and she got, she got, yeah, she, she actually went and played, and so did uh, Tara Lynn Calais played last. Uh, she was an alternate. Um, I think she was wanted to but i think she had just played so much soccer that she just was she was done with it i know she's at lsu right now i don't know what she's studying or what she's doing but i do know that that's where she's at okay Um, you know but again you know kind of talking about this year's team and this year's program i mean it's just those are tough people to replace you know absolutely um um, especially a young lady as talented as her oh yeah i mean when you you know when you're talking about scoring 20 to 30 goals if not more than that in a a season up over 150 goals or something of that nature and didn't she play as a seventh and eighth grader I, yeah, maybe so. I'm not sh- certain about that, but I mean, it makes sense though. I mean, she was she's that good. Um, you know, in this in this team, you know, she hasn't been talked about, but because uh, she, her and her family moved away for family reasons. I don't know what those were, but they were. Kira Green was a, a young lady that played on this. She would have been a senior this year. Um, and she she really was, I, I would say, probably that counterpart to Anna Broussard and their. Uh, their scoring attack last year. And so not having her is it, you know, so not only did you lose 11, but then you lost probably one of your best seniors that were coming back. Um, Ruthie Helms is obviously another senior that's playing right now uh, that, you know, played in the, on the defensive side, but Kira was up front for them. And so, you know, you lost that, that one too as well. So really you can say 12. Um, so that's a lot to overcome, you know, when you only play 11 girls. <laughs> you know, I mean, you got 12 of them that you basically are replacing. That's so, right. But we want to wish them uh, well tomorrow as, like I said, they uh, – you know, they play against uh, New Iberia Senior High tomorrow at 630. Uh, and then obviously wish them well in the 16th, 17th when they travel to the St. Louis tournament. Um, I do have an update on our boys' basketball program. All right. Just give me one second. Yeah, uh, 
And I know they've probably been, you know, help me with my ignorance with regards to soccer. Do do the girls uh, or the boys, do they play during the Christmas holidays when school's out? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, the only restrictions that we have um, in terms of, like, w- when we tell teams that they can't play will be this upcoming week, um, Monday through Thursday. Monday is our dead day, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is our exams our exams and then because and we have exams also on friday but because friday goes into the weekend that's when our sports programs can pick up back pick up their games again so they'll play this week you know whatever games they have scheduled and they'll play the weekend but then when monday comes they shut it down we limit the practice uh times obviously because of 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 students uh preparing for their exams and then so on the 16th of december they'll be able to pick it back up and then obviously you know coaches do a good job i mean christmas you know i mean so the 25th obviously they don't play um do they allow they allow to play on sundays uh, no, I mean, from, I didn't uh, think so. no, 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 the bishop from, years ago put a, uh, yeah, the parochial schools, uh, no. yeah, you can't it's gotta be a pretty extenuating circumstance okay. in order for you to do so. Um, okay. you know, like I, I know when I was in high school, I forget what hurricane it was, but uh, the hurricane came and it came like midweek and, um, you know, we, we still actually were able to get into a practice or two, uh, after the hurricane and we played Sunday against Chalmette High School, you know, so, I mean, I think those things actually happen. You, you got to get obviously the approval of the boss boss, um, to be able to do so. Or the bishop, the um, cardinal, whatever, the archbishop. Yeah, that's correct. Yep. So Bishop Dishatel to be able to make that decision. And okay. so there's a whole line of, communication that needs okay. to make that happen but no um and then obviously as they get ready for chris and this this applies also to basketball too so it's not just soccer related so basketball will be limited in the games they play soccer will be limited in the games they play this upcoming week uh, and then they'll, they'll return to playing you know back to normal in 12 16 and then obviously leading up into christmas and then you got new year so they give they, they do give days off before Christmas and then after Christmas and then usually by the 27th if I'm not mistaken I want to say maybe even Turlins has it um they they host like a big tournament if I'm not mistaken on like the 27th of December okay. so once the 27th hits I mean they're back into rocking and rolling and, and playing the games you know as normal and then take a little quick break for January 1st for New Year's and then you know New Year's Eve and then back playing again so the 16th of uh, which is December which uh-huh. is a Friday yeah is that going to be the last school day this year uh, that'll be this the calendar la- year yeah that'll be for, yes correct and then you'll start up again on the uh, I, that's, the second or the, no, the third I can't remember when we actually go back it's either going to be the fourth or the fifth or something okay, like so that. So it won't be the the Monday or the Tuesday after New Year's. We we I think do come back for our faculty. Uh, you, you're testing my memory right now, but okay. uh, I think we usually we come back for a faculty meeting and then the kids return. Okay, usually is uh, how that works. Okay, um, I just don't have that schedule looking in front of me. So, uh, but going on real quickly to because uh, I know we're going to be taking a break soon. We got yes. boys basketball. Uh, Coach Casey McGrew, uh, the team sits at four and one. Uh, last week we had talked about uh, they had that overtime loss, 65-64, so easily could be yeah, a five. Like a scene, yeah. Like a scene, yes. Uh, uh, could easily be a five and zero football. Uh, excuse me, football team, basketball team right now. Uh, they had two big wins last week. They beat David Thibodeau fifty three forty, and Mansfield thirty nine thirty eight, which is a very low scoring game. You know, considering you know the average of what our team's been yeah, able Mansfield, to produce. To my knowledge, is a triple A school too. They are, yeah. And uh, I talked to Coach Casey today. He said that uh, they had some. They had some guys. They had a six four guy that could just about to play with anybody. Um, they were both teams, both David Thibodeau and Mansfield were big, physical, athletic teams. Uh, but he said that his team never backed down. They played both physical and disciplined basketball. 
Uh, stats as a team right now, averaging 61 points a game, so that's why we made the reference. 39 yeah. is a lot far off that's of 61. Right, 22 points, yeah. Uh, 12 steals a game, 42 rebounds a game, um, five blocks a game, and leading scores right now. Jaden Mitchell averaging 14 points per game. Tristan Lewis, 12 points per game. Caden Falk, who's a senior, nine points per game. Kylan Crachian, nine points per game, who's also a senior. And Joe Trosclair, seven points per game, who's a freshman, who's a six seven kid. Okay. Who the other night had, I think against David Thibodeau, he had eight blocks. And then against Mansfield, he had 11 blocks. Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, I asked him, I said, and is I hear it, he's about six 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 seven. No, yeah, he's definitely that tall. Yeah, I mean, is he's... He, is he thin, like uh, 180 yeah. pounds or whatever? Yeah, I would say probably. I mean, I would say he's probably around that. Um, no, but, he mo- but he moves very well. You know, um, he's got a great work ethic. I see him in first hour uh, PE when he comes to do his workouts. He works hard. I haven't necessarily seen him on the court, but i just watching him move. You know, uh, whether it be in the weight room, he did he did come tra- train with us in the summer for football and decided that he wanted to focus on basketball this year and then come back out for football the following year. But he's got a great he's got a great frame, he's got a great build, and he's got a lot of athleticism. So um, That's and look, important. And look he, you said he's a freshman. He's a freshman. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I mean, you know, when when you think in a few years, right, with the the three young ones along with yeah, the, the, triplets, the I call them. Yeah, I know uh, those guys, and then obviously him as a junior. I mean, they got a chance to be pretty. Uh, pretty pretty, pretty special, You're yeah. Right about um, that. yeah. So, and then just real quickly, uh, moving on to girls basketball. Um, As you mentioned off the air, they're taking their lumps this year, though. Yeah, they're they're yeah they're struggling right yeah, now. With um, seven girls on the squad, you know that's it, man, you're limited. Yeah, it's gonna it, it it's gonna be tough. I mean, so uh, but you know they're out there, the ones that are out there competing their their butts off, playing hard. Um, so they play a home game this week, Tuesday against Centerville, and then Wednesday they play against David Thibodeau. So I uh, want to wish them, you know, well tomorrow, obviously, as they get ready to play. And correct me if I'm wrong, David Thibodeau's in the district. Uh, they were not playing football, but I thought they were no, they're spring not in sports. Our, and, uh, they're not in our district. Okay, no. I thought they were at one time. Maybe no, that, maybe I'm thinking due to uh, volleyball or something of that nature because now, now uh, that their might, limitations, you know. Now, that with, might be the – that okay, might be actually that's what I'm correct. Of. Yeah, okay. they may be in our – they may I don't I know St. Martinville was in our district for volleyball obviously us and there was two other teams it could have very well been okay. David Thibodeau okay. so that, that might be why remember volleyball soccer uh, tennis um, yeah, golf just not they, enough schools that play those sports. right so they're in divisions versus districts okay. right you I know um, and, and so yeah when you asked that question I, I know you had talked about it last week too um, the only team that got added to the district for basketball softball baseball football track i don't think i'm missing anything else is arca acadiana okay. renaissance charter okay. academy and, right. Uh, right out there by youngsville they're the only ones that got added to our district but are we moved districts in for volleyball because we moved up in classification and they redistrict us and i can't remember offhand i'd okay. have to ask coach gary westcott but yeah okay. david thibodeau very well could be that okay i understand uh, anything else or we need to go no, to a break? No, let's go ahead and take our break and we can right. talk a little bit about football. All right. You're listening to uh, Kane Radio, the CHS Coaches Show. We'll be back with more right after this. It's Armentar Jewelers, your hometown jewelers, for all the latest fashion ideas in jewelry, watches, and diamond engagement rings. At Armentar Jewelers, we specialize in custom designs, remounting your older jewelry into something brand new. Graduation rings, traditional and unique for all area schools. Affordable fashion jewelry and watches. Service, quality, and value. Always at Armentor Jewelers. Dale Street in New Iberia and Park Lafayette. Armentor Jewelers for the special moments in your life. 
Hi, I'm Corey Avery, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors, and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Orpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with head football coach and AD Scott Watney. And coach, uh, you know, there are other things going on, uh, even though I think you mentioned uh, some football uh, you wanted to talk about, maybe. Yeah, I was going to talk about. I know we, you know, we had talked about the uh, playoffs uh, from last week, and so I figured, you know, now that the the dome schedule is set, we can talk a little bit about that. Sure. Uh, starting off in uh, Division One on the non-select side. Yeah. You got Rustin and Zachary, and you, you know, know anything about Rustin at all? Yeah, I mean, I know that Kyle Williams is their head coach, who's a former NFL player for the Bills and, you know, uh, great LSU defensive lineman. So that's pretty awesome. That, <laughs> yeah, you're that, right about that. You know, they've beaten up on some people, too. It's not like uh, they walk by a lot of teams. They scored some points. Yeah, they uh, – yeah, I mean, just looking, they, they scored 37, 49, and 37. So, I mean, they're obviously finding a way to uh, find the end zone. And, you know, they've beaten some really good teams. They beat Washita Paris. They beat Denham Springs, uh, who had a, a remarkable season this year. And then, they obviously, they beat Zachary and, you know, Coach Bruton over at Zachary has had that thing going, so that's a huge. I mean, that's a huge win, you yeah. know. And uh, you know, in a two-score game right there, thirty-seven twenty-two. Um, you know, so I mean, I, I obviously I don't know how all the you know the box yeah. scores of it, but I mean, still nonetheless, you know, you win two scores against Zachary, you got to be a pretty damn good football yeah. team. And then uh, of course they played Destrehan, who took. Uh who beat uh, our hometown team, Westgate, 21-6. to Of course, uh, don't know uh, Westgate. You know, they, it, it's almost like they turn it on in the playoffs, and Man, uh, they can play with anybody. I tell you, this is a, you know, I mean, obviously Westgate winning it last year for those guys obviously was a huge deal and for Ryan Antoine and his team. But I, I will say, you know, from an outside perspective, looking in, this was a, an excellent showing. I mean, when you look at the teams, you know, they had to beat a very good Slidell team in which, you know, they won by three scores, 21 points. And then they had to beat, you know, Neville, right? And just the same, just saying Neville, you know, and, 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 and doing it in, and really, I would say in some style because 2110 is a, is a pretty big deal when you're holding Neville to, to that type of score. And then again, you, I mean, they held Destrahan to 21 points and yeah, Destrahan. They've been scoring 40 and 50 I mean, points on everybody. That Destrahan is, uh, I mean, Destrahan's a good a good team. Obviously, they've been a, a remarkable program, you know, for a long time. But you know, hats off to Ryan and his and his crew. I mean, that's a that's a heck of a showing. And obviously, you know, you want nothing more than to be playing, you know, in the dome on the carpet or you know next week. But you know, congratulations to them. That's a that's a heck of a showing. Um, and like you said, they definitely found a way to turn it on, and um, they did just that. So. 
congratulations to those guys on, on a fine season. But we've got Rustin and Destrahan. If I had to say, I'm going to go ahead and give this to Rustin. I think that's going to be the team that's yeah, going to win. Yeah, it looks like they're just scoring on will on people. So and that game's going to be uh, on the 9th at 7 p.m., uh, of course, at the Superdome. Yep. Uh, the next uh, division we're looking at quickly is uh, the Division Two non-select, and uh, we got North DeSoto and Lutcher Bulldogs are going at it. Of course, Lutcher. Uh, it's pretty much hammering everybody. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much as they go through the uh, the district, they beat our local team, uh, St. Martinville, forty nine thirty three. Then they hammered uh, Lakeshore with Coach Indus's team, forty five to eight. They take out West Feliciana, who usually has some pretty good athletes, thirty five to twenty one. And they take on North Dakota, who uh, beat Iowa uh, yep. uh, down the road on I ten uh, thirty eight to nine, and they beat the Leesville team Iowa. Yeah, they beat them pretty. You, yeah, uh, pretty well. Yeah, thirty one fourteen. I didn't realize North Dakota's head coach was Dennis Dunn, uh, the former Evangel head coach. So I didn't I mean, know that either. So I mean, this will be the first time North Dakota goes, but this is definitely not the first time Dennis Dunn's going. So That's I mean, right. so that'll be an interesting matchup. I mean, I think uh, for me, I'd go with Lutcher uh, just because. They They've been there before, you know, as a as a program and as a team. Um, but don't count out North Dakota; they're 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 a good football team. Anyway, when we go to the next uh, Division Three uh, non-select, uh, it's uh, going to be Manny against Union Parish. That should be an interesting matchup because Union Parish is a Triple A team, yep. and Manny's a Double A program. And Manny's won the state championship a few times over the past few years. Union Parish, likewise, has had. Uh, uh, the little big running back that I think is an LSU commitment who set the state record yeah. for rushing yardage uh, career-wise, and uh, that's who Manny's going to have to stop. And they got a linebacker yeah. whose name escapes me that committed to Southern Cal. Yeah, is it is it Tank Curtis or t- something some, like that? Yeah, yeah. Tackett, Tackett or some. Yeah, yeah he, Taggett maybe. Yeah, Taggett. he's he's a heck of a player. Um, yeah, so that should be an interesting game in the dome at 3 p.m. on the 10th. I guess the 10th is Saturday. And, and both team uh, both teams playing. I mean, you talk about. Five programs manny versus st james and then obviously union parish person meet i mean it meets another one that's been consistently been there same with st james so um i you know this is a toss-up to me i know union parish hasn't found a way to get over the hump and manny has so i guess you got to go with manny on this one it's got to be interesting if they slow down the running back elsewhere uh in division four in the non-select it's going to be oak grove against homer and that's homer h-o-m-e-r up in the northwest part of the state, up around Minden, up in that yeah. area. And uh, Oak Grove, that's over in East Carroll Parish, I'm pretty sure. And right. uh, they've played in a bunch of state finals yes. over the years yes, uh, in have. that regard. And they put out some fine football players, too, uh, along with Homer. Yeah. Uh, uh, they've always had great players up in that part of the state, both two uh, up in the corners of the state, up in the northeast corner and the northwest corner. And uh, that game's going to be. Uh, the Thursday at 3 o'clock. That's a, a Thursday afternoon game at the Superdome. And uh, who knows? It uh, looks like Oak Grove, again, is they had to slide by Kentwood, who's usually got a pretty good team, 20 to 14. But they hammered Haynesville, yeah. who's perennially a good football program, no, yep. 48 to 7. Yeah. And, I mean, you look at who Homer beat. Homer beat Mangleman, who, again, is a traditionally a, a good program at the 1A level. Um, I don't know if you've seen virally, but there's this – or viral, there's a guy, a uh, player that plays for Homer that this dude is a freak. I mean, when I say he looks like he looks like a, a guy who's playing in the NFL, I don't know what weight room program this, this young man's on, but he is, is a physical specimen as, as they've made. And so uh, that will be an interesting matchup. I haven't seen either one of these teams on, on film. I haven't really seen much of the teams that are on this – 
uh, on this bracket. Um, so, I mean, I, I guess, uh, it, you know, when you say it's a toss-up, it really is. And so I'm going to go with Oak Grove because they've been there before. Oh, yes. Anyway, uh, in the uh, Division I uh, uh, select, yep. boy, we got an interesting matchup. It's the Crusaders <laughs> and the Patriots. Uh, it's Brother Martin and John Curtis, and they're in the same district. I can't recall yeah. who. I think Curtis won the district this year. Don't know how they fared against Brother Martin, but Mother Martin yep. hammers Karen Crow uh, last week, 55-24. to 24. And then uh, John Curtis gets past Catholic High Baton Rouge, who's won a few state championships yep. in the last few years, 24-21. to 21. I tell you, you know, this is uh, brother, brother Martin's head coach, uh, Mark Bonice, a dear friend of mine, who's actually the guy who gave me my first job, and I spent three years under him. And so it's been 14 years since he's taken over that program in 2008, and he's won a ton of games over there. He just hasn't been able to get over the hump. Um, you know, he always finds himself on in a, in a semifinal game matchup against Catholic of Baton Rouge and playing against, you know, double overtime, triple overtime. Uh, it's been crazy for him. But this is, uh, I mean, this is a significant win. We were actually together. Uh, I texted him. I said, well, we beat the Crow. We went to the Crow's Nest and won, won together when we were, when actually when Coach Indes was there back in 2011. I want to say the following year, Coach Indes went to the state championship and won it with them. Um, I said, well, we won it one time over there. Go win it again. And so it got out. It wasn't. I mean, I tell you what, 55-24 is misleading because it wasn't that score throughout the okay, whole game. Okay. It, it was not. It was back and forth, and there was a time where Karen Crow actually I had say had a lead. They had a lead. They had a pretty substantial one too. It was about, I think it was about ten points. You know, at the time, so turnovers, block punt, it pick six. You know, yeah, punt I mean, return. Just, just turned it on, and look, Brother Martin finished five and five on the season. Oh wow! They finished five and five in a playing state. Well, they got a fine running. They got a fine running back in Tory Lambert too. Oh yeah, well I mean he's going to have a place to play next year in the collegiate level. So look, and uh, I can tell you this: it, 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 Mark Bonice is going to hand the rock off to that dude as many times as he possibly can. Oh, I hear you. Uh, anyway, let's go ahead and take yeah, a little we'll break. We've got three more uh, games to talk about, but uh, you're listening to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be right back with more. Hi, my name is Dr. Abigail Hennigan-Daly, and I'm so excited to share that I've partnered with my dad at Hennigan Team Dentistry. My roots are here in Iberia Parish. I grew up in the practice, and I'm a Catholic Eye alumni. Being able to come home and serve the people of Iberia Parish and the surrounding areas is a dream come true and a complete honor. Allow me to continue the tradition by caring for and uniting with you to develop a beautiful, healthy smile. Call our office today at 364-2156 and schedule an appointment. We look forward to hearing from you. Hi, I'm Tony Landry for Gulf America Wire Rope in Catholic High School. And at Gulf America Wire Rope is an all-field service company which is dedicated to speedy customer service and technical leadership. Gulf America Wire Rope is owned and operated by brothers Jed and Drew LeBlanc, both CHS graduates. Their knowledge and leadership skills were obtained through CHS has brought them success in the business world. Go visit Jed and Drew at their Broussard location, and they're always ready to talk CHS sports. And remember, go Big Red. Times are tough right now for small businesses, but as a small business owner, you're pretty tough too. In case you needed a reminder, you started your own business. And while there's certainly more challenges ahead, the UPS store is always here to help. Should your small business need any ink, we're ready with every ink. Printing, mailboxing, notarizing, whatever ink we can do. The UPS Store. Every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. 
From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports, let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Sherlo or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Sherlo or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 1075. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 1075 and AM 1240. And, Coach, uh, we're talking about the uh, high school playoffs. We've got three games left to talk about. Yeah. And the first one up is Division Two Select. And it's St. Thomas Moore and LCA who are district foes, just like yep. uh, the two the, before them and John Curtis that's and right. Brother Morton. Yeah, I mean, that, that's going to be, you know, and we were talking off the air and we were talking about the Lafayette Christian and the, the young man, the quarterback, who accounted for nine touchdowns. They scored 68 points this week. They scored 70 points against De La Salle last week. And you would think if you were on De La Salle's club or Terlin's Catholic, who, you know, I want to tell Dane Chaponche and, and his and his staff and his kids, great job, uh, Dane a good friend of mine you would think 49 points and 46 points would be enough to go win a high school football game and punch your ticket to go to the dome but but not against Lafayette Christian I mean these guys and look even against McDonough 35 they (laughs) they scored 46 so they scored 46 70 and 68 um you know, and obviously they're going to be playing against a, a tough opponent against St. Thomas Moore, who handedly took care of E.D. White, who obviously did it, you know, who's tremendously done a great job in the last two years. Um, and, Kyle know, Lassane over there is a, a really good coach. And St. Thomas Moore has scored 55, 58, and 38. Yeah, I know. I mean, so, uh, and then coming from the bottom of the bracket, uh, uh, Curtis, uh, I'm trying to find out, you know, I'm trying to locate him here in the uh, bottom of the bracket uh, in that regard. Uh, uh, Curtis has uh, D, D, Curtis D. scored 35, 35, and 24. Yeah, so, you know, just – and, you know, they run that Ovier offense. Uh, they've been running since, uh, yep. I want to say, uh, Moby Dick was a minna, uh, you know, uh, since JT, close to yeah. 50-something years. It's crazy. And uh, they've been most successful. They've got, I think, more state championships than anybody in the state of Louisiana. I, I saw one of my buddies posted on social media. I think they said they're going for their 28th. 28th, and the school started in 1970, 71, somewhere in there. They got they got it figured out. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> Just keep producing them left and right, left and right. But that that uh, that that game anyway. Going back to uh, St. Thomas, Thomas Moore, Moore yeah, you know, they, uh, yeah, that that's going to be interesting. That yeah. game's going to be uh, that Friday night. Oh no, Friday after the Friday at noon. Yeah, at the uh, at the Caesar Superdome uh, against uh, uh, those two teams in the same district, uh, just like the. Select uh, one dis- division. So um, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. I think. Uh, I think. Gosh, I, want, I think Lafayette Christian. I mean, I just the way they're playing. Just the way they're playing. I mean, and that's not taking anything credit away. I just, and then also you look at who Lafayette Christian has played against versus St. Thomas More. St. Thomas More played 
Helen Cox. They played, obviously, Madison Prep's a decent team. You know, yes. I mean, I don't want to say decent. They're a be- much better team than decent, so let me, yes. re- let me rephrase that. A very good Madison Prep team, and they played a good E.D. White team, but I think it's hard to compare when you look at McDonough 35, Dillisau, and Turlins. I just think, uh, I think Lafayette Christian's coming in with a lot of steam, and, um, it's going to be tough to stop that quarterback. So, yeah. but we'll see what happens. You're right. It'll anyway, be a good matchup. in Division Three Select, uh, we got Dunham and St. Charles, Coach St. Charles is a division, the, the, Defending champ in yep. this division, and uh, they this, always play. Uh, Wayne Stein and uh, Frank Monica before him played great defense and special teams. Well, I mean, you know, you can just look at the score. You know, against uh, Notre Dame, seventeen ten. I mean, that's a stymie defense and scoring when you need to, and then just holding them out of the end zone. Uh, this was a big surprise to me. I'm gonna be honest. I I know uh, Coach Neil Weiner over at Dunham. I mean, he's always had a, a good ball club. Um, but this was a, of all the teams and all the matchups in the semifinals, uh, this one was probably the most surprising. Had Dunham knocked off ULAB, won by a touchdown. Um, so they punched their ticket into the Superdome, uh, and be playing St. Charles, and obviously who's been there before. Um, I think St. Charles is going to take this one, but that was a huge win, obviously, for his program over at Dunham and Neil Weiner, uh, taking on and, and beating ULAB. Anyway, that game's going to be played also Friday at, uh, 3.30 p.m. over in the Superdome. In the final uh, division, Division Four, yep. uh, one of our local teams is in it. It's the Million Catholic. The Screaming Eagles are going to play a Washington Christian, and of course they beat St. Martin's, who had a pretty good running back, from what I understand. Very uh, good, yeah. And uh, they hammered them forty-one to seven. Meanwhile, a Washington Christian beat Ascension Catholic, and is that out of Donaldsonville? I think it is. It and, is uh, out of Donaldsonville. They beat them forty-two to fourteen. That's right. Yeah, I mean, in Washtenaw Christian, obviously scoring a lot of points, and Vermilion Catholic's been able to do the same, except, you know, against Southern Lab, they only scored 17. But this is going to be a really good matchup. This is going to be a really good game. Um, both programs have been there before. Both programs know what it takes to be successful and, and win a state championship. So uh, congratulations to Brock Prejean and his program and uh, punching their ticket. And, you know, we got, I tell you what, we got some really good – you know, obviously I'd like to see that the, the state gets back to being whole again and, you know, sure. everybody playing together. But I would say when you look at all these matchups, there's some really, oh, you gotta be, some great games. you gotta be excited about this upcoming great weekend. Games. If you're a high school, you know, if you're a high school advocate that likes high school football, this is going to be a great weekend. So, uh, looking forward to it. That's for sure. Anyway, coach, uh, We'll have uh, one more show before the uh, calendar year ends at next uh, Monday. We'll talk about maybe the championship games and things going on at Calvary sure. High with yep. the athletic program. So we appreciate it. And of course, uh, as always, the CHS Coaches Show was brought to you in part by Armitar Jewelry, Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sester Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, uh, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Coca-Cola, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustin Patu, United Companies, B&L Engine Repair, and Seahorse Manufacturing. And with that, we're going to say good night and God bless. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Freeman's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. 
Need a comfortable mattress? Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex, located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive, right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman's soon. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. This ranch is not about cattle or animals. We're talking about plants and much, much more. That's the Landscape Ranch right here in New Iberia. You can find all sorts of plants such as annuals, palm trees, and container trees, as well as a variety of chemicals and fertilizers to keep them healthy. Locally owned, they provide bulk materials such as sand, soil, limestone, rock, and they'll deliver right to your doorstep. While you're there, you can visit their lobby. You'll find gifts provided by local artists. The Landscape Ranch, located where Jefferson Terrace meets Main Street. The hits that stand the test of time. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 1075.